You are listening to the Real Estate Growth Hackers Show. All right, welcome to the Real Estate Growth Hackers Live Show. Right now, we're running this on Facebook, on Facebook Live. You're watching it after the fact. Thanks for joining. If uh, if you're watching it somewhere else, do note that we do these live. Uh, today on the show, I've got Chris Bowen with us. Chris is a, a, an agent, a team leader out of the Salt Lake City area. He's got a team called the Chris Bowen Real Estate Team. Uh, They're out of the Keller Williams, South Valley Keller Williams. Uh, Chris has been in real estate for 15 years and I'm I'm looking at my intro information here so I know what uh, know what all he's got going on. Uh, but he's been in real estate for the past 15 years. He's got a team that sells over $35 million in volume a year. He's a best-selling author with his book called Top Dollar, which covers strategies used by the leading real estate agents around the world to net you top dollar for your home. His business is built around uh, SOI, which for anybody who doesn't know means sphere of influence, um, which is like the people you know, basically. Uh, and then, uh, and internet lead gen. So about 60% of his business comes from SOI and about 40% comes from internet lead gen. He's got a team that consists of three listing agents, seven buyers agents, a full-time marketer, and a transaction coordinator. So he's, he's got a really well put together team that helps him to get all of this business done. So that's a bit about who Chris is. I'm going to go ahead and bring him back into the show and uh, and let's get into it and let's start talking. So before before we really start talking too much about this great content that Chris has got, uh, I do want to let you know about one other thing. So let me go ahead and throw that up here. So one of the things that we that we cover on this show, we cover uh, how we're going to be talking a lot about, about lead generation. We're going to be talking a lot about, you know, what has made Chris successful. But one of the things that I found a lot of real estate agents really need a lot of help with is they need a lot of help with what happens after you generate the lead. And so with, with our team, real estate growth hackers, we've actually not only interviewed a bunch of really successful real estate agents, some of the top successful agents in the country, um, but through our own experience as well. We've put together a free course that you can have today called Ultimate Lead Machine. Now what that course covers is that it covers everything that happens after you generate the lead. What does that follow-up look like? Whether they're whether they whether you're not able to get somebody on the phone, whether you're able to get somebody on the phone, if they're looking to sell, if they're looking to buy, all that kind of stuff. We give you the the framework that you can use to know how to process leads like that. Uh, if you want that free training, all you have to do is drop a comment below the Facebook Live here and comment lead tips. Now it's gonna work whether you're watching live or whether you're working after the uh, after the broadcast, but lead tips, L-E-A-D-T-I-P-S. If you drop that as a comment below, uh, our team will reach out to you and tell you how you can get that free training. So without further ado, Chris, let's go ahead and jump right into it. So um, Chris, uh, one of the things that I think is is really useful uh, for for people when when they're hearing about a success story, when they're hearing about somebody who's had a, a good deal of success, is for them to know, you know, where where did you start, right? Where did you come from? What what got you into real estate? All all that sure. kind of stuff. So go ahead. Well, I have a kind of interesting story. I, uh, I've been in the business 15 years, like you mentioned. Um, before that, I was in IT. I was actually, I ran a company called Thirsty Pixel. Um, we did a lot of IT development for a lot of Fortune 100 companies. Um, and I really, you know, I've always been fascinated with real estate. The agent that sold me my home, um, I referred him to so many people and it just looked like a great way to, um, you know, just a great industry. And honestly, most of the millionaires in the world are, you know, have their money from real estate one way or another, whether they're investing or whatnot. So, uh, 
during uh, during my lunch breaks, even though I was running a successful IT company, I would go out and show homes. I went and got my license in the summer, started showing homes on my lunch breaks. Um, even though I owned the company, I would still break away. Uh, after work, I'd go show homes, and you know, after about eight months, I made over six figures just on the side. Wow. And I really saw a disconnect between technology and real estate back. This is back in 2002. Right. And you know, I just saw a huge huge opportunity. I mean, I built um, I built a website back then. It was the first of its kind in Utah. It was the first site in Utah to have Google Maps integrated, and it was <laughs> right. a great. Yep, and it was a it was a actually an interesting story. I when it, um, when I had the website, I would put all the listings that mapped you know with Google, and kind of the bait and switch for realtors back in the day was they wouldn't give you the address of the listings. I don't know if you guys remember the books, but what they would do is you'd have to call them to find out where it is, and that's how they'd get you you know meet you out at the home to show you. Right. Um, so when I built this site, I actually gave people the address. And I got criticized heavily from my broker. He said, you're going to lose a lot of business from that way. But what I was trying to do is build some credibility within the community. And right. they would know they'd come to my site, unbiased information, had as much information as possible. And yeah, we lost a lot of business from people just driving to the house. But we also had people that really you know, valued what we were doing and kept coming back and back. So right. that website, um, you know, I rebranded a couple of times, but it ended up being zoomutah.com, which is kind of um, evolved into something else today, but we have over 70,000 registered people on there at the time. And it was crazy. This is back when there wasn't a lot of competition online and I would organically generating 40, 50 leads a day, new signups. It was oh, wow. nuts. That's and it. I didn't know what to do with the business at the time. So it, I, who knows how many millions of dollars I missed out on. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, this is all kind of a new thing with internet leads for the most part, but um so anyway, I just really saw the opportunity, jumped in head first, um, sold the, my part of the business and jumped right. in, started doing a full time and and uh, just been growing ever since then. Awesome, man. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. It's 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 amazing the uh, it's amazing the difference that some of this technology, you know, like comes in and 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 how big of a difference it makes. And uh, yeah, even I mean, that, it's been one of those interesting things going on in the real estate world is is how much more of the information has become available where where real estate agents value used to be largely a you know a holder of the keys and a holder of the book right. of information right mm-hmm. so now now real estate agents are having to adapt they're having to become something different in order to maintain the value and to maintain that uh um you know that 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 position in the marketplace so it's a uh, it, it's cool to see how you were able to be kind of right at the start of some of that transition yeah and i mean just to touch on what you said zach i totally agree with you i mean real estate agents back in the day we were the, the data keepers for the houses. Right. And the funny thing is that you see agents in this market today that discount their commissions because they really still feel that they're door openers. And that's right. why consumers don't like to pay a lot of agents because they're not worth 6% or whatever. Right. And right. Uh, so you either had to evolve and start adding more value in different ways or you had to discount your commission. And that's why we see, we've seen a major separation in the agents in the market these days. You either have the discounters or you have people that are either charging, you know, whatever the standard rate is or even higher because they're adding way more value to what their services are. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's, oh, it's such an interesting part of the discussion too, because there the really is, the, the reality is like in, in, in any market, you're always going to have, you're always going to have your, your, your Walmart providers. Right. Like they, they yep. may serve a, a large portion of the market. And the only thing that people are really trying to look for is they're trying to get something adequate for cheap. Right. And, and, right. and that's that's what they're looking for. But you're also you're always going to have that end of the market where where it's people that are that are looking for that that high quality service where, you know, where, where you're looking specifically for that. You're looking for the extra value that's brought, not just in maybe the product itself, but 
the overall experience and and maybe shoot even in the product itself, right? Making sure right. you're not getting something just cheap, but you're you're getting something that really does what you need. And uh, the the one thing that doesn't work though is it doesn't work trying to be the one that doesn't offer the extra value and is still charging the prices right. of 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 the people who are charging that you know have that extra value that you like those those agents they just they, they don't survive they're not going right to. yeah they never you have do to bring that you have to bring that value yeah yep, uh, for, for sure. sure and so so you mentioned you you mentioned already you mentioned at least one obstacle um let me know if you if if, if you have any more or, or what else you kind of ran into as you were growing your business the one that the one that comes to mind of what you mentioned is you actually ran into the issue of generating more leads than uh, than you knew what to do with. Uh, but uh, yeah. what what else in in getting your business you know to the point where you are today? What were some of your biggest your biggest struggles that 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 you encountered along the way? Well, I would say it's the same obstacle I have today than I did when I started. It's your, right. it's your mindset. It's everything is your mindset. It's uh, treating this like a career, not a you know not like a part time gig. Right. So it's uh you know we we put a lot of things into into place in our team which has been a big reason for our success and a lot of that you know I'll go over that with you but um you know we have a very strict schedule in the morning so at nine o'clock every day a team meets and we do a quick fifteen minute meeting and that meeting consists of about five minutes of private journaling so right. we we write down our gratitudes or whatever we want to journal about to kind of get stuff in our mind and then um. You know, then we usually do like a quick five-minute training of some sort, something to get our mindset going. We watch videos, or, or we just some, we discuss something, and then um, we do affirmations. It's very cultish, but we uh, stand up <laughs> and we uh, we shout out a bunch of affirmations, and it helps. Our energy level goes through the roof when we do that. We high five, right. and um, it's fantastic. So, mindset is something that you know we're in an industry that is constantly being beat down. You know, it's right. people are always hanging up on us or telling us to go away or trying to get us a discount. So exactly. if you don't have a strong mindset, you're never going to be successful in this business. That's so that's, those things may seem kind of cheesy and pointless for some people, but it helps us get through the day. And, you know, what I ask for the for my agents is to give us their morning. So nine o'clock we meet. Um, we do our 15 minute meeting every day. And then um, we hit the phones. We have a stand up prospecting stations, which is super fun. Um, you know, we have a countdown timer on the wall. Right. We set it. We set it for sixty minutes. We hit the phones. Um, it's full focus on hitting the phones, and then um, after that, we have a fifteen-minute break, which most of us play ping pong. So right. we, have, we have a ping pong table in the middle of our office. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then we hit the phones for another hour, and then typically we'll take another break, and then call our SOI for fifteen to thirty minutes. So that's awesome. that's that's really all it is. If if I have an agent, they can commit to doing that every day. Um, and you know, and in the afternoons, I don't really care what they do. They right. should be on appointments most of the time, but you know, if they can, if they can manage their mornings. They're going to make good money in this business. Absolutely. And, and don't mind me, by the way, I'm just taking notes so I can make sure I'm, I'm remembering the things that you're talking about if I no, uh, good. need to bring them up. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, specifically about, about affirmations, one of the things that I think is worthwhile talking about that, um, there's a, there's an author. Uh, that I follow. He's actually the, uh, the the creator of Dilbert. His name is uh, Scott Adams. Uh, I don't know if you, if you guys follow him or not, but uh, um, one of the things that he talks about, he actually talks about affirmations and he very specifically, he kind of talks about it from the standpoint of um, he started doing uh, affirmations without, without believing they even worked. Right. And very specifically, like it was almost like a test, like a, uh, I'm going to try this, not even believing in it and see right. what happens. And, uh, and he, he's kind of found a similar thing. He's found that even not like initially doing it, not even believing it, just going through the motions, saying the words, 
saying the stuff of 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 the affirmations actually got a fairly uh, consistent notable change in his life and uh it, it's one of those one of those interesting things even even if you are incredibly skeptical even if you're incredibly like cynical about it um the reality is is that for whatever reason no matter how cultish and weird it seems affirmations actually seem to do a lot of good uh for people and, and, and there's all sorts of uh reasons for why potentially but uh but yeah it, it's it's one of those things sometimes yeah sometimes the things that uh uh that, that feel weird are still useful it's like not everything oh, yeah. is just purely a logical you understand why they work but uh right but yeah, that, that's that's powerful, man. So so for you, um, getting that mindset right, getting that mindset yeah. right has been one of the key obstacles. And yeah, I completely get that. Everything, everything is mindset, right? Yep. Believing in yourself enough to pick up the phone and call somebody that you're like ninety percent sure is going to hang up on you. Uh, getting <laughs> getting out there and just going through the process and 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 hoping that the that the person you're showing a home to is going to finally close on something. It, it can be tiring sometimes working with anybody. So having that optimistic spirit could be uh, could be super powerful. That yeah, that makes sense of sense. Yeah. Um, for, so for for you conti- uh, continuing on, well, unless do you have anything else uh, in terms of, of of obstacles, anything else that uh, that you would say was something that you felt was difficult to get through uh, in, in growing your business? Um, I mean, the evolving the industry just changing all the time. But I actually kind of oh, right. like that. I always like to kind of see what's latest and greatest. And you know, I, a lot of agents suffer from you know shiny object syndrome. So that's something that's important to kind of stick to what you know what works. Right. Um, and then the other thing that's you know, just to kind of go, it's kind of an obstacle, but something that's really important to me is mindset's important, but the people that are on the team that get along together. I mean, we spend as much time together in the office with each other than we do our spouses, right? Right. So it's right. Uh, culture is super important for us. And that's something that is a constant challenge to find the right people that's a good fit for the team. Right. Yeah. And, and that, oh man. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> I'm going to write this down real quick, but yeah, that, that makes it, that makes a ton of sense. Cause you're exactly right. I mean, so many people, and I know in, in Keller Williams, I'm sure, I'm sure you're very aware of, um, um, you know, Gary Keller talking like some of what he talks about in, in the one thing. Um, and that life, that life isn't about work-life balance. It's about, you know, this, this constant counterbalance of right. uh, figuring out where you need to be putting your time and whatnot. But, uh, um, but so many people forget this aspect that, that, you know, you're like, you don't have work life and personal life. You just have your life. Right. And, and if you're spending your, your time working, working with people you don't enjoy and doing things you don't enjoy, it's like, you don't get that time back. Right. You can always, you can always find more ways to make money. You can always find more ways to get more business, but you can never get that time back. And so it's such a, a, such an important thing to be working with those people that, you know, that have the right, that the right spirit, that have the right attitude, that that get that game that you're playing and make that an enjoyable process, you know, with yeah. you as well. So yeah, that, that, that's and super that, important. And that's becoming more and more important with the millennial generation. It's, right. you know, it's about the journey as much as the, as a destination. Or, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm a Gen Xer and, you know, I was raised to save and save and save. And, you know, the, these younger kids are coming out and the, it's more about the experience. It's not about just the money. Right. And having a fun environment is like you said, it makes, uh, makes everything much better for everybody. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the thing that's so interesting too. It's not, I mean, it's not just the environment. Like it's not, it's not just. people. It's, it's also the, the belief in that, in that common mission and the belief in, you know, what you're working on and what you're working toward and that it's worthwhile. And, uh, right. and, and, and it's so, it's so powerful when you find the people that are in alignment with, uh, 
with that right, um, you know, with, with with that culture. And, th and that's the thing. Some of the cultures can be very different, right? Like what right. what actually makes that work? It, it's okay that there's differences, um, but it, it, it's so important that the, that within the team, within that unit, that there's a that there's a connection that 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 everybody's moving forward together on. Um, yep. So there's a common mission that we're all trying to push for, right? That's exactly. that's the culture. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you, you mentioned the evolving industry. I'd, I'd actually, I'd love, I'd love, so this is kind of stepping away from just specific obstacles that you faced and uh, going a little bit on a tangent. Um, what, what do you think about things going on right now? Like, uh, we, you know, we got, um, we got Zillow with their instant offers. We've got uh, Amazon uh, that, you know, they recently pulled it back off, but the, uh, um, the Amazon real estate page where it looked like they were going to start referring business for, for real estate agents. Uh, we've got uh, companies like Open Door that are that are really looking in and 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 shifting up the uh, the real estate process. I'm not sure how familiar you are with all these different things. Probably fairly familiar. Um, what 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 do you what do you think about some of these some of these things coming in and potentially um, offsetting the the you know the real estate community? Honestly, I think it's a great thing. I think uh, our industry is poised for change. Um, we're we're pretty slow to adapt, but we're a billion dollar industry. Everyone wants right. a piece of that. So it doesn't surprise me that you know Amazon and Open Door and all those guys are coming in. But I think every right. every one of these businesses have their own niche of what they're good what they're good at. Exactly. But, you know, as you know, you, in markets like this where homes sell themselves, um, it's a lot easier for these tech companies to come in and you know offer some technology that works fine. Um, but once the market shifts and it actually takes marketing skills and certain things to sell homes, that's right. when you see a lot of these companies fold. So, um, I, you know, I, I've been through three cycles now in my, <laughs> since I've been in right. real estate and I see companies come and go all the time and there will always be a need for a full service agent. You know, I mean, is especially Absolutely. on the higher price points when people value their time and, you know, looking for someone to make this easy for them and net them more money. It's, it's, you know, I always see there'll be a big need for us no matter how much technology evolves. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, when, when we're when we're looking at when we're looking at the kind of markets that are that are the most you know rife for disruption, um, there's definitely a lot about the real estate process that can you know be greatly improved, sure. especially by technology. But there, there there's some key aspects that are really hard for any. Uh, it may get there someday, but for any level of like an artificial intelligence or you know technology driven platform and one of the, one of those things that's really hard to do is sales and marketing right like like right. doing doing that well doing that automatically it, it's really hard to do without some level of you know human input and uh and that's part of what's nice is that it, again you know going back to part of what uh, sitting on their on on their haunches like not growing not learning more not trying to provide more value there's there's a ton of people that'll more than happily come in and sweep out most of the business that's easy to do. And Absolutely. being the kind of professional that actually, you know, that knows how to leverage the technology in order to better help your clients and bring in the business. I mean, that's that, you know, that's where the future is in the, in the yep. industry for sure. So awesome. Yeah, I agree. Totally. Cool. Um, Okay, cool. So uh, continuing on. So what one of the things that I think is always, always useful. So we've talked a little bit about, you know, why, you know, why you got into the industry. We talked a little bit about your history. We've talked about some of uh, some of the obstacles that you faced along the way. Um, what what today, as a result of kind of this, you know, th this this blend of history that that is, you know, you and your team, what what today would you say is kind of your unique position in the market or your unique strategy? What are some of the what are some of the key ideas that you use today to 
to stay successful? Um, honestly, I think a big part of that is knowing where we're headed, not where we're at. We talked a little bit about Fair this enough. a few minutes ago, but um, everyone on the team buys into what we're trying to do. Every one of us um, has a bigger purpose in what we're trying to accomplish. It's not just about the money. So getting right. people to buy in with that is pretty unique. A lot of teams in my in my uh, valley, it's just internet leads, here's more leads. I mean, le- leads are easy to get, but right. it's, the, it's the culture, it's the training. Um, you know, we do, we do one-on-one coaching with our agents. That's, that's actually becoming more and more important for the success of the agents. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and, you know, our SOI and our systems and everything else that we've nailed down, it's taken me 15 years to perfect a lot of these and they're still evolving and they always will. But, um, I would say the systems, um, you know, obviously the internet lead generation is a right. big deal. Make sure there's enough leads, but also the accountability is a big part of that. Um, holding the agents accountable to hit their numbers. So having minimum standards is a big deal for us as well. Right. Um, we have a minimum standard of 50 phone calls a day, which is really easy to do. And, um, you know, we that's that's the one thing we know if they do that, they're going to hit their numbers. Right. And so when um, – let's dive into that one a little bit more. So 50 phone calls a day, what uh, – um, what what kind of phone calls were they making? Is this is this to cold business? Is this to SOI? Is this is this to a combination of things? What what it's are the anything? It's just we okay. want them to make fifty dials a day. We gotcha. know that if they're going to do that, they're going to make so many contacts, so many appointments. You know, and every agent has a different goal. And we have agents right. that want to make sixty grand a year. We have agents that want to make three hundred grand a year. So right. we can we can actually reverse engineer that in an economic model to find out how many calls they need to make in order to hit those numbers. Awesome. So if some people are going to need to talk to hundred people a day or, or make hundred dials, some will need fifty. Cool. Cool. That, yeah, that makes sense. Um, for, uh, and I'm just, I'm just curious about this. We're actually going to get into, uh, um, in a little bit, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, uh, tools and, and what tools you use, but I'm curious on the dials. Um, are you guys, are, are you having your team, uh, do that manually? Are they, are they picking up the phone, punching in the number, putting it up to their ear? Or are you guys using a, a, a dialer? Uh, what, what does that flow actually look like for you? Kind of a combination of both. We do have a mojo dialer for a triple line dialer cool. that we do a lot of for circle prospecting um, for just listed, just solds. And then um, primarily, though, it's just uh, within our CRM system. It's a manual dial. They just that, call and hit them. That makes sense. And especially with what, what you've mentioned about how much of the, the business is coming from sphere. It's kind of it's kind of hard to throw your sphere into a dialer effectively. Uh, right. I, I've seen ways where you can make it work, but uh uh, but but it is a little bit a little bit harder to do that effectively with uh, with your with your sphere. But circle prospecting and whatnot that that makes sense of sense. Cool, cool. Okay, so yep. you mentioned um, so one of one of the big things for you, one of the key things is the uh, uh, is the internet lead gen, right? Right. So let's let's talk a little bit more about that. What uh what are some of right now? What are some of the strategies that you guys are seeing work the best for your team for internet lead gen? So our our two primary sources for internet lead gen is Facebook, which has been just slaying it um, right. for us lately, and then pay-per-click. So we do a ton of both of those. Cool. Um, you know, we have uh, primarily advertising our listings has right. been a huge lead source. I mean, we have some That's listings. Right. We'll generate 500 to 700 leads off of one listing yeah. for very <laughs> little spend. It's crazy. <laughs> it, it works great. It works great. When, when you're advertising your listings, what, uh, what, what kind of process goes into that? What makes that work for you? Um, keeping it short, you know, having tag, you know, just uh, teaser lines with a link to a capture page where they have to basically log in or create an account in order to see all the photos. Right. That's been really big for us. And then you just show them their best photos on Facebook. Um, yep. You know, and some houses work better than others, but that's been awesome for us. And, you know, one thing that's interesting with the difference between pay-per-click leads and Facebook leads, which I'm sure you're aware, Zach, um, you know, 
really the Google pay-per-click leads really indicate that someone has um, a desire to look for homes. They're searching for homes right. in Salt Lake City, Utah, or homes in you know Las Vegas. So they have a they have an intention to buy. Facebook right. leads are more of an interruption. It's finding someone that just happens to see a pretty house. They inquire about it. So the, there's pros and cons both ways. You know, PPC right. leads that there's intention they're probably going to buy, but they're also probably on multiple sites and they've talked to multiple agents, right? Right. Um, Facebook, a lot of times you're not competing against other agents, but they're also probably six months out or longer. Right. So it's much, the nurturing. further up the funnel. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's good to have a combination of both. And those leads all funnel into one CRM system for us. And, and you know, that's, that's how, that's how we run our team and it works great. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. And, and I'm seeing the same thing. Um, the, I, the, the style of campaign, I call it the, uh, the, the, the just listed, uh, or property promotion style campaign on Facebook. Yeah. It, it works really well. You just you use, you use a gallery style post, you throw up some really good looking images and that part's really, I mean, that that's important. If the images don't look good, those things tend to fall flat for me. Is that, is that the same thing that you found? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So, so the, having, having that professional photography, having great looking, looking images, and then really just teasing a bit about the property and yeah, to a lead capture page to get the rest of the details, get the rest of the pictures. Right. And, uh, and, and it, it, it works like gangbusters. It, it, it's one of those things. So I, you know, in the past, my history, I've done marketing in all sorts of different industries and it's, it's a very interesting thing in real estate that a lot of real estate agents don't actually appreciate. Um, because they haven't had the experience doing in other things. You being in IT, you 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 may actually already realize this, but real estate is one of the few industries where the product that you sell is something that people want to look at. Right. Right. Like honestly, even whether or not they're in the market, people like looking at houses. They like For seeing sure. how other people live. It's just an interesting thing to look at, and uh, so it works really well. Just putting the product out in front of people um, works really well to generate leads. So yeah, fantastic. And, and, and you're exactly right. The, uh, um, uh, they call it query based marketing versus, uh, um, you know, demographic or interest based targeting or, uh, you know, marketing. Um, yeah. you're able to get the right kind of person with, with the demographic style ads on Facebook. Um, but you're not necessarily positive about the timing. Uh, right. whereas with, with query based, you're like, I know right now these guys right. are, are there and interested, interested. So yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Yep. Cool. Any, any, anything else that you guys are doing in that space or, or are you keeping it simple and, and mainly focusing in the, in those two, two areas? So for internet lead gen, it's just those two areas. And then, you know, okay. I can go into SOI if you want, but um, primarily with a sphere of influence, it's doing events. So every quarter we do some type of event, we run a theater out, we have a barbecue, um, you know, whatever we need to do. We, we have a star Wars theater rented out for the up in December. Oh, the nice. theater. We're pretty excited and we'll invite all of our A-list SOI or people that referred someone in the last 12 months to us. And, awesome. you know, just taking care of those guys. Every time we do an event, our referrals go way up. Last 12. So, so you, so for those events, you're anybody who's referred you business in the last 12 months. Yep. And is that, is and, that also, so is it just the people who have referred or is it also anybody who's done business in the last 12 months? Um, as well as that. Correct. Yep. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Yeah. We take care of the people that refer us a lot of business and people that's referred us last couple of years. We still do events for them as well, but some of them are more exclusive to our A-listers. Yeah, that makes sense. And and that's the reality is that, uh, you know, it doesn't necessarily take, and I think I missed this part. How often do you, are you doing these events? Like just every quarter, whole, every quarter. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, the reality is for most people, they don't need to be hearing from you like, uh, 
like you don't need to be in an in-person event like every month or, or, or something like that in order for them to stay connected. Right. So even if you're mixing up the, uh, the VIP events versus just like the, hey, we're opening this up to everybody, you're, you're surely going to get in contact uh, with, the, with the right people. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. So, so for, you know, for our audience again, what, what, what are some of the types of events that you do? You mentioned you're renting out theaters. So you're yep. doing like a, Hey, we're all going to go and watch a cool movie uh, together. Yep. What, what else are you doing? So on the movies, like we did beauty and the beast. We had bell, we hired a, um, a bell to come and take photos and we had photo shoots and they <laughs> love awesome. that. The kids all dressed up in their princess outfits. It was pretty, pretty cool. That's fantastic. Then, yeah. So movies, we do a couple of those a year and then um, we do barbecues. Um, okay. where a lot of events, bounce houses, stuff like that. We're doing one in a month. And then one thing that's actually, um, we're very charity boat focused. We're really right. kind of mixing things up. So one of the things that we're doing this Thanksgiving is we're going to feed a thousand families over 5,000 nice. people for Thanksgiving. Um, this is actually our third year doing this and you know, we're ramping up to a thousand, thousand uh, families this year and it's pretty cool. So we're, we're going to have a shrimp boil on the 26th of September. And it's, you know, you, you paid to come in and have all the shrimp you can eat and corn on the cob. And we have a band that's coming to open for sticks that's volunteering their time and, it's wow. pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So all the money goes to charity. It's a much bigger cause. And when you can get your SOI to rally behind you for a bigger cause like this, I mean, you get paid back tenfold, even though that's not why we're yeah. doing it. It's something to give back. But it, I mean, it always comes back to you. I'm, big, I'm a big believer in karma. Yeah, well, and, and absolutely. I mean, the reality is, and I don't know, I've got a pretty particular view on this kind of stuff, too. I actually, you know, I've got one of the people that I follow in kind of the the entrepreneurial space. The He's the guy behind uh, uh, Capitalism.com. His name's Ryan Daniel Moran. And uh, he, one of the things that he talks about that I fully believe in, too, is that, quite honestly, capitalism and, like, making money as a business is one of the best things that you can do for the world, right? Because, right. like, if, if you get – if you get – if, if you get a system together where you're actually helping people, um, whether whether it's through something as simple as helping them find the right home, right, um, or, or sell their home, uh, that helps people by itself. But if you leverage that and go more intentionally too into, you know, how can how can we use our use our wealth and use our position in this world as a way to help people that that we aren't normally reaching, but we'd still love to reach. Right. It's just shoot, it, it, it's great that it attracts business. It's great that it helps people. They aren't mutually exclusive. They can be, you know, they, they go together very well. And, and I, I love it when I see, when I see companies, when I see people actually using, um, using their success as a great way to just put more good back into the world. Cause it's, yeah. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to create something yeah. bigger than ourselves. You know, it's all, it goes to the legacy thing. So everything is much deeper. Um, once you get right. a certain level and you have time to do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we all kind of rally behind it. We're super excited about it. Um, it's called Thanksgiving's Heroes, nice. and um, you know, it's there's a pretty cool story. One of my uh, one of my partners was having Thanksgiving last year, right? And his daughter, um, basically, right before they they were saying the prayer, right. said, "You know, do you realize, Dad, that um, because of you, there's 800 families eating dinner right now? I mean, pretty right. impactful. Yeah. So that's it's, uh, I mean, that's a super cool, and it's you know, it's something that we get really excited about, and you know, I I think that no matter how big or small you are, you should have some type of give back, even Absolutely. if it's just your time. It doesn't always have to be money. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And and that's shoot. That's one of the things that I've actually I've always loved about Keller Williams too. Every uh, uh, what when is Red Day again? It's 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 in May, right? Yeah. Yeah. We have a couple. Yeah. The Red yeah. Bash in September, and then Red Day in, in May, I think. Yeah, and and for those of you who don't who don't know what uh what what Red Day is is it's a day that as like a whole as as the whole organization Keller Williams by itself 
um, goes and and gives back to the communities that they work in. So it's like it's the whole big organization, everybody is just trying to like make their local area better. The, the places that you know ultimately provide the income for the people that are you know, that are working in Keller Williams since, you know, we sell real estate. Um, it, so yeah, it, it's super, super cool stuff. I, I, I love seeing it when people are, are seeing the power of that, seeing the good that could be done with that. And it, it's, it's really, it's one of those, it's one of those things where it's just, it, it'll benefit your business. It'll make you feel good. It'll help other people feel good. And, and exactly what you mentioned, it'll help you create a legacy that is actually, you know, worth having, like, you know, it, right you know, you don't, you don't see, you don't see, uh, uh, hearses with, with U-Hauls hooked up to them. You don't get to do anything with all the, all the wealth and money you, you, you can create. So, you know, do some I'll good. die with the same toys, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's awesome, man. That's powerful. So, uh, so is, so events, is that the main, is that the main strategy that you use to, uh, to impact and, and work with your SOI or are you doing, uh, is it kind of that combined with the phone calls or how does, how does that work? So I'm, I'm not a big believer. I know Mike Ferry and stuff like that are big believers right. in just calling and saying, this is a business call to your right. SOI. And it, I, that's just super cheesy to me. Um, <laughs> right. I'm sure it works for some people, but I re- we really push on the relationship part. So for right. us to be able to call them every quarter, that's that's kind of what we expect. And just to invite them to something and see how their family's doing. I mean, that's a much easier call. I mean, yeah. I don't know why, but it's, <laughs> agents have a harder time calling their sphere than they do internet leads. Yeah, you know? I- I completely get it. I mean, shoot, I think, I think, uh, the reality is, um, you know, whether, whether it's business or uh, real estate actually gets a, a, a really similar, a really similar rap to, uh, um, to like the MLM world. And, and I think all of us have that experience of making a phone call that you just don't feel good about <laughs> or yep. like, or, or, or being on the receiving end of it. Um, and, and, what what's nice is that yeah when you set it up you can have some of these conversations in in a way where you're happy to make the phone call they're happy to receive the phone call and it really all you got to do is you got to keep the you got to keep that relationship alive right. and you've got you've got to and then otherwise you just got to make sure they remember I do real estate and as yep. long as they remember that when it comes time <laughs> for them to do the transaction it's yeah so that's uh yeah that's that that's super powerful hey, that, that makes sense of sense so you're doing that every quarter you're doing these events. You've got some really cool different strategies for doing these events. And, you know, anybody listening, like this doesn't have to be like, you know, Chris, Chris has a big, has, has a big team. He's doing a lot of business. This doesn't have to be something that you're doing like super big over the top, right? Like if you've got a smaller sphere, like, you know, have, have like a pizza party, maybe, maybe, maybe you aren't able to rent out the whole theater, but like you get together a time you buy tickets and you go as a group, right? Like it doesn't have to be a, right you know, a, a big thing if you're not there yet. So there's lots of ways that you can leverage these ideas, no matter where you are uh, in your business. So powerful That's stuff, true. powerful stuff. Okay, cool. So moving on to the, uh, to the next one, unless, unless you got, if you've got more, I'll take it. If you've got more, uh, more unique strategies that, uh, that you want to throw our way. No, I think that's what I had covered in my notes for that. <laughs> cool. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, so what, uh, what are some of your favorite tools, technology, okay software. So like, and one of the things I always want to throw out, like I consider this thing, one of the tools that I use, right. It's literally, it's just a timer and yeah. I can, I can see it and it, uh, it beeps at me when it's done. Um, some people, yeah, see, there you go. It's beeping. Um, some people leverage, uh, uh, you know, a journal, anything and everything that you can throw in that you think is part of your tool set, uh, that makes you successful. What, what are, what are some of those tools for you? 
Well, definitely the journal. I think that's a big thing. Um, I can't emphasize that enough. I mean, we did we did an exercise last team meeting where we actually would write a letter to ourselves in the future one year, and then yeah, we did one that, yeah. we did and then one for three years out. And it's pretty it can be emotional for some people to really yeah. kind of give yourself advice in the future and kind of you know kind of see the person you want to be. Then it's pretty right. cool. Um, so yeah, the journal is a big thing. Um, I use Follow Up Boss for my okay. CRM system. Um, it's fantastic CRM. It's super simple. I've tried a lot of them, and that's by far the one that we've enjoyed the most. Right. Um, DocuSign, that's kind of, you know, I know a lot of agents are aware of that, but that's a, a huge time saver for us. Right. Um, we use centralized showing for our showing services, which is well worth the money on that as well. Um, I use a tool called Canva.com, which is really cool. That's a great one, yeah. Uh, C-A-N-V-A.com, and, you know, you can create some compelling Facebook ads or stuff like that. Um, super simple, makes it really easy. Yeah. Um, and, and I, and on that note on Canva, just so that you know, it, it's free, right? Like yeah. it, it's basically, it, it's like having a professional graphic designer, you know, on your team and it's a free tool. You can, you can pay, uh, for like some of their extra graphics and some of their specific designs, but it's, it, it's free to use. Um, and even when you pay, it's like, you pay like a buck for the image or something yeah. when you download it. So it, it's, it's practically nothing, but anyway. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and then Slide Broadcast is a big one, slidebroadcast.com. So yeah. when we do Just List of Just Solds, we will download a list from Cole's directory, around, right. you know, a mile radius from the home, and then we will send a blast out. And it's extremely effective to get people to show up at the open house. Nice. So, so, you, uh, so, you, so we, you're, using, you're using a circle prospecting specifically for open houses? Yep. Awesome. But then, you know, we, we, we go door knock around the open house before the day before, but the slide right. broadcast allows us to send, you know, 500 to a thousand voicemails immediately. Right. So it just basically dumps a pre-recorded voicemail on their inbox. And then, um, I can't tell you how many people show up to the open house because of that one tool. That's fantastic. Have, awesome. have you, have you tried it with anything else, by the way? That's, that's actually, that's a, a piece of technology that, uh, that I am, that I'm working on strategies with some people and, and I've, I'm really excited about the potential of uh, of ringless voicemails, but yeah. Yeah, we've done it for SOI events. Um, right. I actually did a really, I found this really cool voice changer, um, Darth <laughs> Vader, and right. we we did the whole the, you know the Star Wars intro was playing. This is on the last Star Wars movie we did, <laughs> and, right. uh, and we you know we invited them to the movie during that, and we had so many compliments on it at the movie. It was super fun. Nice. So we, we just blasted that to our SOI's voicemail. That's oh, that's fantastic. And yeah, yep. it, what's what's nice about it too, like. It, I, I'd love to, to dive into that part a little bit. And, and by the way, I, I keep forgetting to, uh, to mention this, but if, if anybody has any co uh, questions or comments for Chris, uh, especially about anything that we've covered, um, anything at all, feel free, drop it in the, uh, in the comments. At the end of this, if Chris has time, I don't know if Chris is going to have time or not, but uh, if he has time, uh, we'll also have the opportunity for people to come on live uh, and ask questions and whatnot too, if you want to do that. But it, either way, you can drop a comment below to ask a question or you can, uh, uh, come on live as well uh, later. Uh, we won't be coming on live yet, but anyway, um, and I'll explain how you come on live when it. Anyway, um, so I, yeah, uh, on on the uh, on the ringless voicemail strategy using slide broadcast as the tool yep. that you're using. Um, have have you? Uh, and maybe you have. I don't know if you have yet or not. But have you experimented at all with uh, not just getting people to show up, but uh, um, ringless voicemails designed to get people to pick up the phone? So like uh, a, a message that is just designed to get potentially interested people to call you back? Um, not really. It's mainly just for announcements. We've had much better luck with that part of it. Um, 
I mean, it's it's pretty inexpensive, but you know, if you're doing a several, I think it's a couple cents per voicemail, right? Like so it's right. not bad. But no, we've mainly just done it for announcements. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And uh, uh, what can can you walk us through? What does an announcement sound like uh, for for say an open house? What what's the kind of uh, script or messaging that you're using on that? So typically, it's uh, hello neighbors. This is uh, you know, uh, we're selling a house in your neighborhood over on Hollywood Avenue. Want right. to let you know about this. This home is two bedroom, two bathroom house. A lot of people know people that they want to live next to, and we'd love you, you to give you the opportunity to come and take a look at it at the open house tomorrow. Um, stop by between twelve and two o'clock. Uh, we look forward to seeing you there, and awesome. kind of leave it pretty generic. And then we actually don't even leave our um, phone number on there, but a lot of people call back right. uh, just from the caller ID, and you get some irritated people as well. Like, how did you get my number? But right for the most part, it's well worth it. Yeah, well, and, and absolutely. I mean, the reality is. Um, with, with a ringless voicemail, like they have a notification and that's about it, right? They have a notification of, uh, of, of that voicemail showing up, but they, but they don't, they aren't getting called. They're not getting interrupted in the middle of their dinner, you know, like, or, or the middle of whatever they're doing. It's actually in terms of interruption marketing, it is one of the more passive forms that you could do. So it's always surprising to me when people do get uh, upset about it, um, I, I, well, not super surprising. It, it, people get upset about everything, but uh, <laughs> but uh, it, it's surprising compared to other things, I guess. Um, but anyway, uh, okay, cool. So yeah, I, that, that's exciting to hear uh, hear that you're using that and seeing uh, seeing that you're getting some some good results. So on on, let's say like if if you had to put a number on it, what would you say the show up rate is for the uh, um, for the number of voicemails dropped? I think we dropped six hundred last week, and we had mm-hmm. about thirty five people from their show up from that which is a lot specifically um, from the voicemail from the voicemail. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's hard to say exactly, but that's what a lot of people told us where they heard it. Cause we had signs up and down the street, you know, right. it's hard to really say for sure. But a lot of people said they heard us from the voicemail. Well, uh, the reality is it's, it, it's probably both, right? Like uh, you right. definitely have signs. Signs are going to bring people in, but if, if they see the signs and they got the voicemail, now they're that much more likely to remember, Oh yeah, that sounded interesting. I want to go hit that up. Um, yep. So yeah, combining those things together is uh, is is super powerful, super powerful, awesome. Okay, uh, let, let's see. Uh, so going back real quick on the uh, on the journal, um, what kind of? So you mentioned that you guys journal for like fifteen minutes uh, in the mornings, right? Is that is that the main time where you're using the journal, or or how else are you using it, or what does that look like? Um, that's really the only time, and it's usually only about okay. five to ten minutes for journaling, and then the rest is training and um, affirmations. But yeah, so that's that's the only time that we do it during the during the day. I mean, some of us do it okay. during the weekends, but typically just in the morning meeting. Cool. And, and then remind me again, what like you know, say say you're about to sit down and go through yeah. go through journaling. What what are some of the things that you're actually that you're writing down that you're diving into and and going through? Sometimes it's more of a data dump from my head. I want to kind of right. just write down what I'm going to accomplish today or this week. Um, right. But most of the time, it's gratitudes. Uh, we have we'll have a small um, homework assignment where people can kind of think and they can say, "I am." St- everything starts with "I am," and they can say, "Grateful for this," or "I am a rock star." You know, it's just writing down stuff to kind of get you pumped up for the day. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, that makes that makes tons of sense. It's a uh, it, it, it's thing not only us for some of this stuff, but um, specifically in that frame of mind can do to help. And yep. am I am I coming am I coming through okay? I I see on my end I'm kind of jumping around. Is the audio coming through okay? Yeah, every now and then it cuts out, but you're you're good. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Awesome. Okay, and then okay, so you mentioned follow up, boss. I don't think we need to dive into that too much. 
Um, what's what's nice to know, I, I, I like to talk to, to people about this. For the most part, if you have a CRM that you're using, a really specific problem that you're trying to solve, chances are the CRM that you're using is going to be okay for your need. For sure. Right. Um, so like, uh, this is one of the big places where I see people making a big mistake with their, with, with CRMs is they spend a whole lot of time searching for the perfect CRM. Yeah. No CRM is perfect. Every one of them has their problems. I've, I've played with, I, I think at this point, easily, easily up to somewhere around like 50 yeah. and whether real estate or not. And it, it, yeah, so do note that. Um, the, the time where I think it makes sense to start looking at potentially different CRM is if you have a very specific problem that your business is facing and something else will solve that problem for you. That's a good so, point, Zach. Yep. Yeah. Um, and DocuSign, for anybody who doesn't know what that is, I'm sure most of you are, but just in case, uh, DocuSign is software that lets you um, remotely get signatures for things. So you can you can send out a notification, send out an email, send out a message and and get uh, signatures back so you can do that remotely. I think they, they also have things that you can do it like on an iPad. So if you happen to be there, um, you can get you can get a digital signature uh, and not need to uh, actually get ink on ink on paper, but still be able to get that that part of your process done. Right. Um, uh, and this is, you mentioned one that I actually haven't heard of the centralized showing. What, what is that one? What's, what's that one about? So that's a, that's just a, a company that will field all of my calls when agents want to schedule showings for my listings. So okay. rather than me trying to schedule with my sellers, they call a number and, and it coordinates with my seller directly. It's my sellers love it because they can text, reply and approve the, the showings. And then it sends a survey awesome. out at the end of the showing as well. Yeah. That, that's super cool. Okay. So that, so that, that solves the problem of, of that whole showing process and just making oh, yeah. that, making that process a little bit more seamless for the seller, making that process a little bit more seamless for getting the feedback, all of that. Right. Yep. That's right. Okay, cool. Better showing process. I'm just writing this down. Awesome. Okay. And I think, I think that covers all the tools. So real quick, uh, again, if you guys were just hopping in and, uh, and you, you know, weren't here for the beginning of the show, in this show, one of the things that we cover is we cover, uh, we, we talk a lot about different ways that you can improve your business, that you can generate more leads. And that's the kind of things that we're going to be bringing, you know, that, that's kind of stuff that we talk about. Um, one of the pr big problems that I've seen real estate agents struggle with is, is what do you do with those leads after you've generated them, right? And that's why we put together uh, a, a free course for you to go through. It's called Ultimate Lead Machine. You can get Ultimate Lead Machine. All you got to do is drop a comment in the Facebook Live. You can do that whether it's live right now or you do it later. And all you got to do is uh, type in lead that up on the screen right now. So if you comment lead tips, my team will reach out to you. We'll send you a message telling you how you can get access to that completely free training. Uh, that, that again, it, it helps you know what to do with after you've generated a lead so that you can make sure that you're processing those well and turning them into as much business as possible. So that's, uh, that's lead tips. Drop that in the comments below and uh, you can get access to that. So I'm going to go ahead and turn that off for now. But uh, at any time, you guys could feel free to drop that in there. So moving on, so this, this, some of these questions are actually probably not going to take you know too much time. They're they're going to be a little bit a little bit quicker, more rapid fire questions. We can dive into them as much as you want to, but uh, um, but yeah. So uh, so we've talked some about you know what where you started, what what you know obstacles you had along the way, some of what's working for you now, some of the tools that you enjoy using. Um, who are some of the people that have most influenced you? Who are some of your your heroes or your inspiration? The people that that you know make a difference in your business every day. Um, I would have to say there's a few people. My coach is a big one. Right. Um, that's that's a big deal. I think everyone should have someone that they kind of get directed by. 
Um, and then, you know, I follow other top producers around the country, especially right. in my market, kind of find out what they're doing. I have a great relationship with a lot of them and, you know, they're good mentors in a lot of ways like that. And right. then uh, a lot of podcasts. I, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, a couple of them that I, I'll, I'll read out to you is The One Thing is a really great podcast. You guys yep. haven't done that. I love Darren Daly. That's actually my favorite one. Right. Um, they're usually two to four minute. They, every morning at 6 a.m. you get a text message and you can watch something. Right. Uh, the, Zig, Zig, the Ziggler show is really cool. And then, um, yep, that's what I had on, on those podcasts. Those are the ones that I enjoy the most. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, and it, that's part of what's nice. If, if you know, if as a, you know, anybody listening to this, anybody watching this, if, you know, if as an agent, you are, you are currently not able to say, get in front of the people that you really, um, you know, that you'd love to have that personal relationship with, you know, podcasts and books and that kind of stuff are a great way to be able to surround yourself with the right kind of thinking that can help to get you where you want to go. And so having some of these people in mind that you can, that you can follow, that you can look to super powerful business, uh, to the next level. Um, now you, you didn't mention, um, you didn't mention your coach's name. Is that something that you'd, uh, that you'd like to mention is, and as, sure. as a, as a side note, so I'll let, I'll let you get to that in just a second too. As a side note, um, for you, do you think uh, with coaches, there's some really specific things that people should be looking for? Um, and, uh, or, or, or is it the kind of thing where most anybody might be able to help them if they're in that world? So no, I think that's a good question. I think uh, there's a lot of coaches that are purely accountability based. Right. They're going to hold you to the fire if you're not hitting your numbers. Um, and then there's other coaches that are more business minded, someone that's right. going to help, you know, they have experience and success in having a business. And that's actually kind of what I think everyone has different needs. Um, I don't have a problem holding, you know, doing the stuff that I'm supposed to be doing, but I right. do like to have the insight from someone that's been there. So for me, my coach is Carla Thompson. She's with agent plus coaching. Cool. She's awesome. Um, she was one of the, uh, she ran the number one brokerage in Keller Williams nationwide, about five years ago and she is very business centric nice. and you know, she masters with working with people and hiring and all that good stuff and systems. So that's, that's kind of the direction I went with that. But you know, a lot of people just need the account to kick in the butt every day to say, get on the phone. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and that's when I actually had a conversation with somebody about this the other day. I, I think it's also the kind of thing where, uh, um, where it can change over time, right? Like to get started, maybe all you need is the accountability but right. as as you get your business to a point, maybe you maybe it starts starts moving from something that's just a you know getting what you already know you need to get done done to needing a little bit of that guidance and that help to get you to that next level. And and one of the best places to find that is going to be somebody who's already been there, right? Somebody who has an idea of of what that looks like. So yeah, absolutely makes sense. So if you guys, if anyone needs uh, Carla's information, I'm happy to share that. If you guys awesome. Need that. Yeah, and so yeah, if 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 anybody's interested, uh, feel free. You can drop a comment down down below. And, uh, I'm sure Chris will be able to see that if he misses it for whatever reason, I will, uh, I will point him, uh, point it out to him as well. So if you drop a comment below this and you're looking for that information, uh, I, I, I will, I will get that out to you as well, or I'll, I'll help connect him, you know, to you. Um, cool. All right. So, uh, uh on that same note, so, so we just talked about, you know, the kind of the who, um, what, what are some of the books specifically? What are some of the books that have most influenced you? Uh, and this can be whether you've read them recently or a long time sure. ago. If, if what, what would you recommend for real estate agents looking to grow their business? What, what should they be reading? So the, my favorite books have been Extreme Ownership. That's been an awesome book. Uh, cool. The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. That's fantastic. Um, Miracle Morning. That's, that's a really, really good book with a great story behind it. Right. Um, the Compound Effect, Darren Hardy. 
Cool. Um, Four-hour work week. I know a lot of us have read that. Yep. Uh, the conversion code, fantastic with Chris Smith. Yeah, that would highly that would recommend that. Yeah. yeah. And then the one thing, obviously, everyone loves that one. <laughs> that's a good right. Yeah, that, that's actually the the one thing is a um, is a book that more and more I've I've found people um, recommending that have nothing to do with real estate, nothing to do with that with that world. And it was it was fun, you know. It, my my history, I was the marketing director for a uh, um, for a, a Keller Williams team here in Las Vegas, uh, and uh, so we got we got exposed to some of that content before it was actually like a book. And whatnot. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're taking this this stuff and taking it a whole lot further. Is that, that that's cool? It's cool to see that. Um, cool. So, out um, out of those books, so so extreme ownership. What was that one? What, what's that one about? Why do you recommend that one? So it's about not not doing everything half fast. It's doing something that you're really one the one thing that you need to focus on are doing it ten times as hard. I mean, Makes that's sense. a quick summary to do to tell you about. But it's uh, a lot of people kind of do everything mediocre. This is, you know, find the one thing that you're really good at or you want to accomplish and really put all your effort into that and spend hours a day on that one thing. Awesome. Awesome. And then, uh, okay. And so, and we talked about Miracle Morning. Miracle Morning is about getting, uh, about getting excited about your morning, about having a nice um, plan for your morning and kind of what that can do for the rest of your life. Right. And, uh, right. And kind of how that impacts your day. Uh, I, I always like to have a a nice, um, simple way um, for people to kind of take everything that we've talked about, every every all, all all the value that you had. And if if you had to, if you had to boil it down to your top three things, the top three things that you would want somebody listening to this to take away from your experience and, and your um, your background. What what are those top three things? What are the top three tips that you'd have? I would say schedule your mornings. Or okay. at least a part of your day where it's consistent every day. Um, two, I would say uh, don't get caught up in all the shiny objects. Do what works. What's <laughs> right. And then um, third one I would say is prioritizing your SOI and really working on that. Whether awesome. even if you have a small SOI, just getting out there and working with them, go to coffee, whatever it takes to build those relationships. Awesome, awesome. So okay, so again, that was fix your morning, focus on your yep. morning, right? Uh, I remember prioritize your SOI, and I wasn't taking notes. I think I missed the middle one. What was the middle okay. one again? Don't get caught up in the shiny objects ah, out there. Shiny yeah. objects. There we go. Okay. So shiny <laughs> Do objects. what works. <laughs> Do what works. Yeah, because I mean, oh man, there are gonna. There's constantly new marketing tactics. There's constantly things that 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 can potentially uh, you know get get you where you want to go. What, one of the things that's really interesting on the shiny object topic is um, if you if you focus only on bringing the things into your business that are specifically trying to prob- solve a problem that you have that you know you have and you're trying to fix. That's that's one of the best ways to leverage tools and and things. Right. It's, it's very likely that the thing that looks like a silver bullet, it it really is. It's just a shiny object, right? It, it's not right. it's not going to fix all your problems. You have to know what your what your problems are and then find the tools that fix them, rather than finding a tool and trying to figure out what to do with it. Um, right. So yeah, that, that shiny object one is so is so powerful. Okay, and it's so so one last time. If you guys haven't already, if you want to know how. I recommend that you follow up with leads. How I recommend that you, uh, uh, you know, take take that process once you generate the lead and then work with them from then on. You could drop a comment below, and that's uh, lead tips. If you drop the comment lead tips below, my team will reach out to you and we'll tell you how you can get access to the free training that we've put together for you. So wrapping it up, Chris. One last yep. thing. What? Okay. Uh, where? Where can people connect with you? Where? You know, where? Where would you like to send people? What would you like people to do? Um, you know, a, a, after you know, 
listening to this. I, one thing in particular, in case you didn't, you probably already figured this, but you know, how can people reach out to you, say, if they have uh, um, clients who are looking to uh, do business in the in the Salt Lake area? That kind of that kind of thing. <laughs> so uh, you can visit us on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash Utah Chris, and that's U-T-A-H-K-R-I-S with a K. And if um, you I'm going to throw that up on the screen right right now, okay. facebook.com backslash Utah Chris. Here we yeah. go. Is that correct? That's right. Um, or you can visit us on our website at chrisbowenteam.com. Okay. Let me uh, let me see if I could do that. chrisbowenteam.com. I think yep. this is correct. Here we go. That's it. Boom. So yeah, if you guys if you guys have any uh, have any referrals, uh, maybe have any questions about the kind of stuff that we talked about here, all that kind of stuff, definitely reach out to Chris. Chris is a, a, a great guy. I hope you've seen that through this uh, uh, through this you know this interview, this process, getting to know a little bit more about him. So uh, uh, that's again, that's how you can reach out to him. Facebook.com backslash Utah Chris, and that's Chris spelled K R I S. Uh, or chrisbowenteam.com. Uh, so yeah, uh, I think that that about covers it for the show. Uh, any uh, any parting uh, any parting words specifically for the show, Chris? No, I appreciate the opportunity, Zach. Thanks for having me on. It was great. Hey, you got it. You got it. And just a couple uh, real quick questions. Do you uh, um, do you have a couple of minutes to be able to stay on, and you got to yeah. get going? Okay, no, cool. Wait, let's do it. So if if you guys happen to want to get in and ask any uh, any questions to Chris uh, here, let me see. I think I can drop a comment in right here. There you go. I just dropped a comment in on the uh, on the page. It should come through in just a second, hopefully. Uh, if it doesn't, yeah, there we go. It came through. Um, I just dropped a link into the uh, the, the Facebook Live comments area. Uh, you can click into that and actually uh, come on and join us live. Otherwise, if you have any questions, feel free to uh, to ask them in the comments. And I did I did actually see uh, one one question. We'll get to that in just a second. Um, the other question that I'd actually have for you, Chris, real quick, is who do you know who would be a good fit to, to come on this show? Who would be a good, a good person that I should be reaching out to, to get the same kind of great information and quality that, uh, that you just brought. Oh, well, maybe I'll have my coach come on. Maybe she'd like to Ooh, do that. That'd, that'd be, be awesome. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Sounds good. I look forward to it. It sounds like, uh, if she's helped to get you where you are and, uh, and, and has the kind of success that she does, I think, I think that'd be a great fit. So, absolutely. and then, um, and then my partner actually, Rob, he is fantastic awesome. with mindset stuff. He would be awesome to be on here. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll reach out to you after the show and, uh, and, uh, we can, we can connect and see, see about setting that up. So awesome. Um, okay. And there was, so there was actually one question that did, uh, come in. I'm going to go ahead and throw that up on the screen. So from, uh, from, from Tito's, uh, strategy mainly for sellers. So what, uh, I, I think the question here is, uh, if you had to emphasize specifically, um, sellers, what, uh, what kind of strategies are you using to attract sellers? You know, we, we, uh, most of our listings come from our buyer leads online um, right. or SOI. So we, we don't really have a specific seller campaign right now. I mean, we've called um, expired listings in the past, but we have very few expireds in this market. Right. Um, and then um, and for subway owners, we really haven't worked those too much. But right. typically, um, about 30% of our internet leads are sellers as well. So awesome. a lot of times we uh, we just get our listings through our buyer leads. So we don't have anything specific to those. Um, we were doing home value leads on Facebook for a while, right. um, but now it's oversaturated. Saturated. A lot of agents are doing it now, and we're finding those way less effective than they used to be. Right. Um, right. And then and, posting success stories on Facebook's been big for us. You know, sold twenty thousand over list. Promote those to people um, and try to get 
you know, phone numbers that way. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So some, some great strategies there. Uh, and I definitely, I definitely agree those, the, the, uh, getting a lot of those buyer leads and being able to, to sort the, uh, the listings out of there can be super effective. Um, on, on the home value leads, one of the things that I found is it's really the, the, the mindset on that has to be so specific. I, I almost look at home value leads as kind of like building up your sphere a little bit, not exactly, but that, that kind of idea where it's more about you're getting, you're getting people's information and you're building that relationship. Um, so that when they do, when they right. are ready to, to sell that you have it, um, because yeah, it, it, it's, it can be hard to find the people who are ready to sell right now. It's uh, I actually I, I just listened to a uh, a discussion um, about this uh, where they were talking about how you know buyers there's some really clear indicators of that they're looking to buy for one if they're actually searching for homes, um, but you know two like you know people have a baby or you know kids you know going into college and moving out and now you have an empty nest and um, you know maybe somebody passes away or maybe a divorce happens. There's all these all these things that are a very strong indicator of somebody being about ready to, uh, um, you know, potentially need to buy. Um, but it's a little bit harder for, uh, for, for selling. So, yeah, right. but, uh, but those buyers are always a, uh, a great way to, to find, uh, to find them. So again, anybody uh, who's watching live right now, if you want to uh, join in the, the, into the discussion, you can actually, there's a link in the comments, this uh, be live.tv backslash broadcast, backslash a whole bunch of stuff. You'll see it in the comments. Uh, but if you want to hop in live and join the discussion, you're more than welcome to. Otherwise, uh, you can feel free to uh, drop a comment as well. And we will be glad uh, to take some time and uh, and talk about it. But uh, otherwise, um, if, if, if we're not seeing them come in, then we will uh, then we'll probably go ahead and and call it. Uh, I think we've covered we've covered most of the most of the stuff that we want to cover. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to I think I'm going to give it. I don't know. Think maybe I'm gonna count down from like ten, and uh, if we don't see anybody else, we'll probably just call it there. So ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, and we will call it a wrap there. Thank you so much for coming on, Chris. It was fantastic having you. Uh, it, great discussion, great information coming through here. So thanks so much. Uh, and yeah, I you know maybe maybe I can have you on again sometime. We could talk about. Some sure. more, maybe maybe cover some of this stuff from a different angle. Um, yeah, and yeah happy thanks. to. And th- thanks everybody for uh, for anybody who watched live. Uh, it, you know, if, if if you find this val- you know this content valuable, um, feel free sign up for our notification list. You can do that by dropping a comment below uh, that says uh, notify. Uh, you can also uh, like our page. And if if you found this content valuable and you know people who you think might find this valuable, feel free to share it. Let uh, let other people know and see it as well. Uh, and yeah, thanks again. And, uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. So thanks Zach. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks again. See you guys. Thanks for tuning in to the real estate growth hacker show. Remember done is better than perfect to turn the marketing ideas and tactics you just learned into real growth for your real estate business. Visit us at realestategrowthhackers.com. If you like this episode, consider sharing it with another real estate professional who could benefit from the information, or maybe you'd like to subscribe to the show to never miss an episode. And you can leave a rating or review on iTunes with your biggest takeaway, helping this show to reach and help more people just like you. Thanks again. And we'll see you on the next episode.